this is episode 641 of the Pixelated Sausage Podcast for Friday, June 14th, 2019. I am your host, Mark Kuznez, and I just realized something. It is episode 641, and it is 614. You see that? 614, 641, same numbers, different order. It's like it was meant to be. I was meant to record episode 641 on 614-19. I don't know what I'm going to do with the 19 with that extra 1 and that 9. Can't do anything with that. But, I don't know. Let's just say I'm recording this episode at 9.10 or 9.01 a.m. And zeros don't count because zeros are zeros. Right? Right? Uh, anywho, E3 is over. It's over and done with. So now it's back to talking about what I've been playing and stuff like that. So get excited. Haven't been watching anything, so you don't have to worry about any of that after the what I've been playing stuff. Other than Full Metal Alchemist, which I'm about halfway through and I'm enjoying it. It's got a really good dub, except for whenever little, little kids are on screen. They sound terrible. And usually their dialogue is pretty shitty. Uh, the dialogue may be better in the sub, or at least it may be better to just read it as opposed to hear in a human say it in English. <laughs> but uh, it is somewhat revitalizing my desire to get that anime podcast up and off the ground. And part of why I want to do that is because I know the main people who listen to this the majority of listeners of this don't want to hear me talking about anime and if they do they don't want to hear me going on and on and on about it and also my anime reviews are often really popular they're some of my most successful videos on youtube so having an anime podcast would probably do pretty well and i think it's also a not to say more niche marketplace, but it's easier to make somewhat of an impact in there as opposed to games where they just exist everywhere. You know, you have your streamers, you have your journalists, you have your influencers, you have so many people to go to. Um, but I think I might do that because uh, I'm planning on really just putting in some extra time in Attack the Backlog and getting episodes wrapped up sooner than later because what i like to do is play the game record the audio and then i just kind of wait until not the last last minute but until i have a few days before release and then i'll start working on the video because you know i have to do other stuff but i do have time in between to do all that so i'd like to get the videos wrapped up quicker and then just get them all uploaded and ready and scheduled and have the whole premiere thing going on YouTube so you can see them and, and what's coming up. So you can see, okay, we have Costume quests, Not this Sunday, but next Sunday. And then two weeks after that, we have, what do we have? We have Had a Full Boyfriend. Two weeks after that, we'll have Resident Evil. And then two weeks after that, the game I'm currently playing that I'm almost done with, Batman the Telltale series, that'll be after that. What's after that? I don't know. I haven't made up my mind yet. I'm thinking maybe Ori. But I don't need to rush into Ori. Because I know Ori is, I believe, a somewhat challenging game. Maybe I don't want to do that right this second. But 
watching the Ori and the Will of the Wisps or whatever it's called. Uh, just except I played Ori for maybe like three hours and I really liked it, but I think I did something stupid with a save point or I didn't save or I did something happened where I lost a significant amount of content. And anytime that happens, I get really upset and there's a good chance that I'll just leave the game. And that's what happened with Ori, but it's a beautiful game. And, and seeing the new trailer for the second game, I was just like, God, this is beautiful. It's one of the, it's one of the most beautiful games I've ever seen. It, it may be the most beautiful game. It's incredible what they do in that. Sp like, it is just a gorgeous game, and I would like to play that. And I would want to play the first game, the the Blind Forest, prior to that. But again, Ori doesn't come out till what February, two thousand twenty. So I still have a fair amount of time. I also am pretty sure that I'm just going to play Resident Evil 2 as an Attack the Backlog game because I don't give a shit. Technically, Resident Evil 2 is a very old game. This is just a remake. And also, it's like, what? Getting close to six months old at this point? Also, also, my backlog is my backlog. It doesn't matter how old the game is. If I didn't play it at launch, I'm going to say this. A backlog game equals any game that has been out for... A month or longer or a backlog game is whatever the hell I say it is um, but yeah I think I might do that as a backlog game because why not and it should do well I, I don't remember if I mentioned this but I was looking over all the backlog videos and they've done pretty well overall but I was surprised to see that Hellblade is the best performing video not by a significant margin or anything, but it, it does have the most views, which is a really pleasant surprise just because I love that game so much. And I was looking at the games I've played too and trying to think of which one is my favorite. There's some really strong contenders. I have Symphony of the Night, I have Hellblade, I have Titanfall 2, and now I have Resident Evil, which y'all haven't heard yet. But spoilers, I love that game. It has some issues that bug me, but overall, I love that game. And when all is said and done, and after I edit the audio, I think even still it'll be the longest Attack the Backlog episode to date. I talked an awful lot about it. Um, I had fun with that episode, a lot of fun. Anywho, where was I? Yeah, thinking about finally getting that podcast up and off the ground and yeah which i would plan to release and record on sundays which is why attack the backlog is something i mentioned and brought up because that releases on sundays and i'm finalizing that on every other sunday um but if i get my shit in gear and you know we'll see we'll see but enough of all that let's talk about what i've been playing so of course, Apex Legends, I experienced some of the worst lag ever in Apex Legends. Probably the worst lag ever a few days ago. It was borderline unplayable. I did manage to win one match, the, the last match I played in the morning, which was nice. It was a nice thing to get when I played so many matches where I died because the lag was so terrible. But played some today, won a handful of matches, no lag, felt really good, so that was nice. They updated the Elite Mode, which 
now Apex Elite is, at least when I play it, it's more of a pain to find a match. It takes upwards of a minute at times, which isn't great if I when I can just get an, a game almost immediately in just regular Apex. And they change the first ring damage when it's closing in from like 7 ticks to 15 ticks per whatever second or whatnot. And I I don't like that because sure the the damage you could get from the first circle alone was significant and you couldn't spend much time in the circle uh, or outside the circle and live. I like that because it made it a significantly different game from regular Apex where in that first circle and even the second and to some extent the third circle people will just chill in there you could you could loot to your heart's content you don't have to worry about it too much uh, if you notice certain like choke points or areas where people will be rushing to try and get back into the circle you can camp out there you know it's a very different play style when being in outside the circle is much more dangerous so it is what it is I don't I think they also mentioned some new skins or whatever but I'm just waiting for the current season to end and getting excited for second season. And then, like I said, playing Batman the Telltale series for Attack the Backlog, which is full of highs and lows. Overall, I'm enjoying it, but there are some problems with the story and some of the gameplay. But it's a relatively short game. I think the second op the second episode in particular is like an hour and a half. That one felt like it came and went before I even knew it. Um, but I'm enjoying that. And then the new games I've been playing are Golem Gate and Hunt Showdown, which may have released on PC a little while ago, but has recently made its way to at least Xbox One. I think only Xbox One as part of the Xbox preview program because PlayStation 4 still doesn't have... Um, what, what, what am I looking for? It still doesn't have early access game, which is what Hunt Showdown is. And I'm going to talk about Golem Gate first. Though I want to make sure that's the name of it. Because I think that's the name, but I don't know if it's Golem Gates. Or if it's just Golem Gate. Also, I didn't mention this earlier in the week. But the... Xbox Live Ultimate, Game Pass Ultimate, whatever it's called, this term for the catch-all that has Xbox Game Pass for PC and console and Xbox Live Gold all bunched together. The promotion that gives you a month for a dollar. What you may or may not know, I, I would assume that most people know this by now, but if you don't know, this is some great knowledge. If you already have a year of gold on your account and you do this promotion you pay that buck for an extra month what it will do is convert your current gold membership to xbox live ultimate whatever the hell it's called and give you an extra month so say your xbox live gold ends in april of 2020 if you do this promotion you'll have ultimate through may of 2020 so it bumps up your subscription to this ultimate plan 
and gives you that month on top of your current uh, subscription. So for me, I had Xbox Live Gold good through October 13th, I think, of 2021. Now I have Ultimate through tw uh, November of 2021. So I have Game Pass and all that jazz for a little like two and a half years. So I'm pretty, I'm pretty set. This also means that if you're interested, you might want to buy a, a gold card first and pump your subscription up. You could, you can't have over three years because I still have an Xbox Live Gold thing sitting in my inbox for when, from when Bing was given, uh, not giving them away, but had them on sale in, in the rewards area, and I didn't realize that you could only have up to three years, and I purchased too many before knowing that, so I have an extra one. I'm I'm pretty sure that doesn't expire. If it does, like it's still good now. I know, but like in two years or whatever, I'm not sure. Anybody wants to buy that from me, you can let me know. Uh, <laughs> but you should probably do that and then do the whole, whole ultimate thing. And I'm wondering if that's always the case. If upgrading, even if you pay 14 bucks for a month of it. If you have, like, if it's always going to convert whatever your current plan is to Ultimate and give you that extra month, then that means, like, if you do this promotion and your subscription's good till May, whatever, when your subscription ends, instead of continuing the 14 buck a month or 15 uh, bucks a month plan, uh, the month a month plan, you cancel it, return to gold, and then upgrade again, and then get a year and a month for if you find it on sale you know xbox live gold for say it's just 45 and then you get the ultimate so for 60 bucks total for a year and a month worth of ultimate that's that's a pretty good deal uh, if that's how it's going to continue to work you know um but yeah the the game is in fact golem gates i thought there was an s on it so <clears throat> Golem Gates is a, an RTS slash card based game kind of like it's not card based like magic or anything but card based in that you are drawing cards like the way you get your troops or your turrets or your special abilities are through cards that you are uh, drawing from a certain size deck that you build prior to um, a match and you are this harbinger who is it's basically your 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 main base he's your base of operations and you want to protect him while going on and doing whatever you need to do in the campaign which is comprised of 15 missions over three acts so five missions per act i've done the first act and it's been easy so far not sure how it's going to continue uh, there's also a survival mode, which is just uh, what you think it is, surviving as long as you can. And then there are these challenges, which I haven't messed around with, but I've heard or I read that they were like more kind of chess things where it's like, okay, do this with this and just get it done, I guess. Um, it, it looks all right, but uh, the gameplay is, you're this harbinger, you are getting his cards you have a certain bar that is constantly filling there will be points on the map that you can 
capture and they will make your bar increase and uh, increase faster and depending on the card it will require more of this energy in order to be spawned on the map you can only spawn these characters in spaces where either other characters already are or in bases or, or these points that you've captured on the map you can't just spawn them anywhere on the map and in the campaign it, the 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 missions pr pretty much consist of go destroy the golem gates uh, maybe you just have to go to the gate and destroy it or maybe you have to get to these points to unlock this bridge or this uh, gate that is surrounded in it this energy gate or to raise this bridge that you can't that you need to in order to reach the gate and it's all pretty simple straightforward tedious rts type of stuff it's it's all right but it hasn't really grabbed me in any way i i, I like it conceptually because i like the i like these kind of games that are reminiscent of the strategy games i, I remember playing on mobile where uh, they were usually side scrollers and you would just wait for the like it, it feels very in terms of the way uh it the gameplay is it reminds me of stuff that i attribute to like the the castle defense genre and i think castle storm worked this way where you know you have like there are just there are two points your side and the bad side and you're trying to destroy the bad side and protect your side at the same time and you will have various uh, cards that you can draw upon that require a certain amount of energy that you know more powerful troops require more energy and i like that system but it doesn't quite come together in, in a way that is grabbing me I, I you know it is what it is um i do like some of the stuff that i i don't remember in games like this that have this kind of system where you can buff your your current troops. There's one that I really like that increases the strength and size of the uh, a troop, and I like that because you you see it on screen. You see the character get much bigger, and then they just look very menacing. And I think it's cool, and I like that. But yeah, it's it's a game I would say y'all should keep your eye on it would it would be a solid s sale game but right now i i'd say proceed with caution and you know say it's not terrible but it's it's just it's missing it's it's missing that special something that hook and also given that the campaign is so short with only 15 missions and i have like the the there is online play, I believe, but the online is dead um, from what I've read. Uh, I haven't messed around with it uh, myself, but um, yeah, that's also something important to note. And then the other game I played is Hunt Showdown, which is from Crytek, and it is currently 30 bucks early access. When it does release in the future, it will cost more, so that is something to keep in mind. Um, I, I was reading their plan and they said they plan on working on it for at least 12 months uh, uh, before releasing it, uh, you know, uh, 
in its final uh, form. But maybe it might come out earlier than that. Uh, they they don't know because it's they want to base a lot of what they do with the game on community feedback. You know, they're 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 very open to community feedback. They want community feedback. They want to give the players what they want and what they ask for. Uh, from what I've read, at least, you know, that may not end up happening. They may be like, ah, actually, the community doesn't know what they want, so we're just going to give them this. But the way it works is that, and I'm playing on Xbox One, the way it works is that you are, I don't know what you technically are. You have this bloodline, which is like your overall XP, and then you can hire these hunters to go out into this, small-ish map going after bounties uh, bounties that are these monsters and there will be littered throughout these levels other weaker enemies like zombies or other like some weird creature that like spits out wasp at you and is very menacing if you let it do that to you I was not a fan of that creature but you're going uh, into these worlds as these hunters that you've contracted out and you're searching for clues to find your bounty. And then when you do, you enter their lair and you will try and kill them. And if you do, you'll get the bounty. And then all of the other bounty hunters in the game will be made aware of your presence. And they will come after you to get that bounty. Because everyone has the same bounty from what I know. And so once you have the bounty or someone has the bounty... How else are you going to get it than by killing that bounty hunter? Though the person who does end up killing the the bounty, the monster, they get this supervision that allows them to see other bounty hunters when they're nearby, which is a pretty powerful uh, bonus. And yeah, conceptually, I really like it. And playing it, I am enjoying it though I've never successfully killed a monster I've been killed by other bounty hunters a few times and by other monsters a few times though I think at least early on I'm guessing they make it much more forgiving in that my first hunter so far has yet to die when they do die I keep drawing this card at the end of a match that says oh I've cheated death yeah, I've, I still have all my equipment and everything because if a, a bounty hunter dies, they lose all their equipment and they're gone forever and then you hire someone else. So that's something important to keep in mind. There's an economy in a game where I don't think you can spend real life money. Maybe you can. Maybe that'll be something that happens in the future. I'm not sure, but you gain a certain amount of money from just playing. Even if you don't successfully kill anything, you'll still get a little bit of money and you could use this to purchase weapons for your hunters and and whatnot and yeah it looks pretty good the pro the biggest problem with it right now is the lack of content but again it is early access there is only the one map as far as i know and i've played probably like six seven matches so far and it's not yet repetitive but i can see it getting repetitive in the near future because it is, I think, one square kilometer. So it's not the biggest map. And yeah, like I'm curious to see, 
because I haven't tried just avoiding the monsters and, and going after a bounty hunter instead. And I'm, I'm curious to see how that would play out. Uh, what I will say is that I've run into two monsters. I don't know if they're any more in the game. The Butcher and the Spider. Butcher, whatever, is a giant dude with big cleaver and all that. The Spider is by far the scariest spider I've ever encountered in any game. And probably, I, I, I can't imagine ever encountering another spider as terrible as this one. It is... The kind of spider that fuels nightmares. I hate it so much. Thinking about it right now makes me very uncomfortable. And the funny thing is, in the Resident Evil Attack the Backlog, I talk about the spiders in that game and how much I hated them. Not knowing they were even in the game. Because nobody told me. Bunch of assholes. But compared to the spider in Hunt Showdown, the spiders in Resident Evil are cute little teddy bears. This one is giant it is nasty looking and it is very fast and it scurries around like crazy. It will scurry up, get close to you, maybe attack you, but then maybe run away and, and, and just like, I don't know, think about what it should do and then it'll scurry around. Like I ended up, when I got into that area and when I entered that area, I feel like the, the door closed and locked behind me. I didn't try to leave, but when I entered there and I first saw the spider, I'm like, why, why is this game doing this to me? Why does it have to be a spider? And then I just stood there and waited for it to come up. And then it came up really quickly. And I was very surprised. I shot it a few times. And then it attacked me. And then I found a nice corner. And I just stood in that corner, looking left, looking right, looking left, looking right, looking left, looking right, looking left, looking right. And got a few shots on it, but it eventually killed me. And I was like, God damn. Why do I have to be a spider? But that was a very thrilling moment. It was my first match too. And it remains the most thrilling match I've had to date. But it it's just, you know, it's an early access game. And that's something to keep in mind. Mechanically, feels fine. Works well. The, the guns, I don't know if there are guns that are more modern but the, the guns you currently have in the game are all ones that reload slowly so that's something that adds tension to the experience like you have a revolver that you uh reload bullet by bullet by bullet and like a, a shotgun or high-powered rifle that is a single uh, bullet gun and at least that's what my character had and it takes some time so you can't just shoot like crazy and then you know reload in a second and then keep shooting you have to keep that in mind you can't carry too many bullets at once like 24 for the revolver and 10 for the stronger more powerful gun um you can collect traps in the environment like bear traps and stuff like that that you can then use to trap a a boss uh monster and all that it's it's a neat game it runs well looks good like there are some things from the that have come over from pc that are are just a little weird on console like when you're looking at the map prior to starting a match it tells you to zoom in like the 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 button prompt not the button prop but the button icon uh, oh, next to the map for zooming in is a mouse and of course you're not playing with a mouse on the console you have the controller and you use the analog stick to zoom in which isn't a big deal uh navigating the menus 
is done by using an on-screen cursor, which I always hate. You know, this is something that is not unique only to PC games that make their way to console, but stuff like Destiny and all that uh, still use that, and I, I hate that system personally. I, I don't like doing that. Um, but it's it's interesting. It's unique. I like that about it, and I am interested to follow its development and see where it goes from here. Is it worth thirty bucks? I I can't say that. Um, but uh, that said, if you have a PC, a decent PC that can run it, it does. It is having a free weekend on Steam or on PC in general. I don't know if it's available anywhere else. But you can uh, play it for free over the weekend. So if it sounds interesting, check it out. And then if you like it, pick it up. So yeah, that's that's pretty much all I've been playing. And like I said, watching Full Model Alchemist. And that's it. Going to be seeing Rocketman again tomorrow, which I'm very excited about. The more time that passes since the first time I saw it, the more in love I fall with it. <laughs> Weird uh, phrasing, um, but I, it's a it's a very magical movie and not a traditional biopic, like I said in the last episode. It's just very beautiful, magical, uplifting. It reminded me of why I love music and just it made me feel very happy and I I appreciate it for that. So I can't wait to watch it again with a very good friend it'll be nice to share this wonderful movie with them and hopefully they end up feeling the same way who knows their their taste in movies is questionable <laughs> but they like things more often than not uh, I, i'm more the curmudgeon who is down on a lot of things so for them not to like it it would be more surprising Anyway, that will do it for this here episode of the Pixelated Sausage Podcast. Once again, I am your host, Mark Kuznez. Y'all can find me on Twitter and pretty much everywhere at PX Sausage. The site is, of course, pixelatedsausage.com, where you can find this podcast, the Pixelated Paranormal Podcast, and Attack the Backlog, which are all available on podcast services across the globe, like Stitcher Radio, Google Play, Apple Podcasts, and Spotify. And if you'd like to check out the video version of the show, you can go over to youtube.com slash pixelated sausage and watch them there if you would like to check out the art i make you can go over to pxsart.com if you see something you like click the link and it'll take you to where you can purchase a print of the piece you fancy and if you fancy the site in general and anything that we do please go over to patreon.com slash pxs and support us that way as always Thank you for watching or listening. I hope you enjoy this here episode, and I hope you have a wonderful, wonderful rest of your day. Bye.